Hey fam, hello, 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 hello. Family, I'm just coming here with a word for y'all because the Lord told me to come and speak, so I'm gonna come and speak. So I wanna talk to y'all about the season we have entered into. This is the season in the name of Jesus and this is the level up season. Do you hear me? We are leveling up in this season and I know that you heard level up before. But when I talk about leveling up, when the Lord is speaking through me, he's talking about leveling up. He's talking about changing the way that you think. In this season, the Lord is going to start to begin to change the way you think. That change the way you look at your circumstances. Change the ways that you think of yourself. Think, change the way that you think of the environment you live in. He is changing the way you think. Okay, so first I want to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Okay. This is a banker. This is a banker. This is a banker. Okay. Chapter 5, verse 17. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us the wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Hallelujah. And this is going post on Monday, but, um, you know, Sunday was just Easter. And I feel like it's so important that you look at this day differently because the Lord has resurrected. He has arisen for us to become new creatures in him, for us to put to death all the old things, all the sinful things lurking within us and pressing the mark towards the heavenly prize. Do you feel me? I was sitting in the kitchen and I asked the Lord, why did he do something, right? It was good. It wasn't like, I wasn't like, he just showed me something. I said, Lord, why are you showing me that? That's so good. And he said, because it's your heavenly prize. I, I want to put it in front of your face so I know you'll keep on pressing the mark. Don't runners run for the trophy? Well, I have placed I have placed a vision. I have showed you things because I want you to keep pressing. Because once you get to this finish line, it's there, says the Lord. It's there. And now I'm speaking it to you because that's not just a word for me. It's a word for you. Do you hear me? The Lord has so much for you, but you got to believe that he has these things for you. You got to change the way you think. Do you hear me? Let's go to Romans 12. Let's go to Romans 12. Um, let's go to verse. All right, we start at um, verse one. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn how to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You got to let the Lord transform you. You got to let him change the way that you think, right? And I was watching The Chosen. And one of the things that um, um, that Jesus has said, now I know it ain't Jesus, but you know, he, he's playing the role of Jesus. But one thing he has said is, I need you to have an open heart. 
That's all I call for is an open heart. And that's what I, I'm, I'm speaking to y'all. All the Lord needs you to do is open your heart. And he will show up and show out miraculous things are happening. Do you hear me? Divine appointments is happening in this hour. It just causes for you to open your heart to him. Open your heart to him. That's all he wants you to do is have an open heart. Have, have a spirit that is willing. Hallelujah. And all you got to do is pray. Because remember when Jesus was praying in the garden of um, Gethsemane and he said, he said, my, my soul is crushed to the point of death. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I might not get it all the way right. Um, he was like, he, he had to go pray. And I remember he was praying. He said, the body is weak. He said, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Okay. Your body is weak. The flesh is very weak, but you got to know the spirit of God is willing. Hallelujah. The spirit of God is willing. Well, I'm feeling it today because my God has risen and he is rising over each and every one of his children that will give him the yes. Will you give him your yes? Will you just say yes and amen? That's all he wants you to do is say yes and amen. Allow him to come and do some surgery within you. Hallelujah. Let him let him just show up and show out. Let him show you who you really are. Who Jesus. Who Jesus. Can I tell y'all something my son said? So the other day I was getting ready for my uh, live and I was um in the bathroom fixing my hair. And then my kids, they like to come in the bathroom and talk to me. So my son come in the bathroom. He was like, mom, I really think you a high priest. And I said, well, why do you say that? Cause that's not the first time he said that. I said, why do you say that? And he was like, look at yourself. He was like, what do you see? So I looked in the mirror and I was like, I just see myself. And then I can't remember what else he said, but I knew it was the Lord speaking through my son to be like, look at yourself. He's speaking something to you, but you don't see it. Cause you keep looking at yourself. It's time to not look at yourself because what you have been taught, what you have been trained to believe about yourself is not the truth. You got to find out the truth about yourself. You got to let God show you who you really are. It's going to scare some of y'all. Listen, once the Lord show you who you really are and, and you going to be like, this is who I was all this time. This is what I was supposed to be. But let me tell you something. My guy, he going he going to restore your years. Don't think you missed out because you was living a counterfeit type life. The Lord is a restorer. Do you hear me? He said, I will give you back what the locusts and the cankle worm have ate. You just got to trust him. You got to believe him, family. Believe God. Don't put no limits on him. God will say some things to you and you will be like, say what? But you got to trust the process. Trust the process. Even when when the runner is running, he just got to focus on running. He can't be like, oh, if I could just get there. He got to just keep on running. He got to keep on pressing the mark. He don't got time to look back because when you're looking back, you, 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 can't, you can't pay attention to what's ahead. You start losing momentum. You start losing speed once you start looking back. You got to keep going and you got to keep pressing the mark. Yes, you can say to yourself, I don't want you to be like, oh, you can't, you can't hype yourself up and be like, I just need to get there. I just need to get there. Yes. But enjoy each step. Enjoy each stride as you run it. Know that this one is getting me closer. Hallelujah. But I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that God has given me the strength for this, says the Lord. That's what, that's what he wants you to say. Thank God that I have given you the strength just to go a little farther. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, so family, <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk to you about is a Sarah again, right? So let's go to Genesis 18 again, because the Lord, Sarah had a divine appointment. 
Abraham and Sarah had a divine appointment and it was promising that a son was going to come. You feel me? But um, even before that, when the Lord first told them that they was going to have a son, they tried to, they tried to, they tried to conceive a baby their way. But it was a promise. It was a promise for the Lord. That's why you got to take the Lord's promises seriously. I remember uh, people used to always say promises are meant to be broken. And that that put a stronghold on me. Because then when I got to the Lord and he began to promise me things, I said, but I've always been taught that promises is meant to be broken. But the Lord says you got to strip that off. And you got to know I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of my word. And if I made you a promise, best believe that it won't be broken. Best believe it. Who best believe? He is a man of his word. We got to strip that old identity off and know that if the Lord makes you a promise, it will not be broken. You've been trained to believe it's going to be broken. But now you got to break that off of you. And you got to know that all things is possible in God. You got to know that he that began a good work in you will bring it to an end. That's what you got to know about him. That's what you got to know. So they try to make a baby. They try to make, make this promised child their way. But the Lord is like, uh-uh-uh. I mean... I, I, I'm a blessed Ishmael. I'm a bless him. But that's not what I said. I'm going to take you first. Let's go to, um, verse 16. Um, hold on. Hold on, family. Um, I'm trying to find it. Give me a second. Second. Okay, so let's um let's go to verse 17. Then Abram bowed down to the ground, but he laughed to himself in disbelief. How could I become a father at the age of 100, he thought. And how can Sarah have a baby when she is 90 years old? So Abraham said to God, may Ishmael live under your special blessing? But God replied, no, Sarah, your wife, will give birth to a son for you. You will name him Isaac. And I will confirm my covenant with him and his descendants as an everlasting covenant. Let's go to, um, so it's Genesis 17 and I started at verse 17. I'm sorry, y'all. As for Ishmael, I will bless him also, just as you have asked. I will make him extremely fruitful and multiply his descendants. I will become the, he will become the father of 12 princes and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will be confirmed with Isaac who you will be who will be born to you and Sarah about this time next year see it had to see they got themselves in an Ishmael situation right it was an Ishmael situation they had gotten themselves into because it was a disbelief it was the you they didn't feel like they they could do it they tried to conceive children before and it didn't it never happened and all the years that they tried to conceive it never happened right but the Lord's promise is his promise. But it's about changing your identity. He went from Abram 
to Abraham. She went from Sari to Sarah. It's about becoming a new creature. Do you get what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta strip the old man. You can't be known as Abram no more. You gotta be Abraham. You can't be known as Sari no more. You gotta become Sarah. You have to become the mother of nations. You have to become the father of nations. You can't be the father of nations being Abram. You gotta be Abraham. <laughs> you gotta be him. It's not the God of Abram. It's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's what it is. That's their names. So you gotta, you gotta become this new creature. I spoke to y'all before and I said, ask the Lord, wait for him to tell you. Ask him and wait for him to tell you, what is my new name, Jesus? You have redeemed me, Lord. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And you know what? The other day I was listening to something and they was talking, they said redeem. And when I heard the person say redeem, it, um, the Lord was like, look, look up the definition. Cause sometimes we'll say things and you know, you know what the meaning is, but the words hit different when you, when you, um, look it up. So I'm gonna look up redeem and it says compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment but to compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something when you strip off this old man when you start living like you were abraham and not abram when you start living like you are sarah and not sari that's the, the lord is going to put his blood on the abram part of your life in the sari part of your life that is no longer it no longer exists it's in void now you gotta be abram abraham he already paid the faults and the bad aspects of ishmael he still blessed you ishmael he still did it all he still blessed you ishmael but now it's time to strip that off Stop worrying about the failures of the past. Stop worrying about, oh, I tried to do this a million times. I tried to start this business a hundred times. I start, I tried to lose this weight a million times. I try, I tried to, um, to enjoy my singlehood all this time. And it, I always failed. I always fell short. The blood is on that part. Now, are you going to take the steps that you need to be able to be this new person the Lord has called you to be? What are you going to do? I pray that you follow the leading of the spirit. I pray that you take and you um strip off the old man and, and begin reigning in the new man. That's what I pray. And watch God show up and show out. The Lord told them in chapter, um, oh yeah, that's what we want to do. I want to go to Genesis 18, God. You so good. So in chapter 18, the Lord showed back up to Sarah and he like, you know you about to have a son, right? I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. I ain't adding to the word. I ain't taking it away. I'm paraphrasing so you can understand it. He said, so, um, remember, um, I told you you're going to have a child of the promise. The yeah, Ishmael ain't that. Uh, you still about to have a baby, right? She over, she, she was overhearing in the tent, but she, but the, the Lord was letting her know, like, she about to have, you about to have this son that I said, because yeah, Ishmael, he cute and all, but he ain't it. <laughs> I'm going to bless him and all, but he ain't it. And Sarah sat there. And she still was thinking like Sari. She still had that Sari mindset. Right? Like, how can a, a, a old, old, little old me have some babies? 
How can little old me have a child that's going to be the descendants and have descendants of many? How how am I going to be the 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 grandmother of, of generations? How am I going to be the mother of generations? And I've been barren. I'm hitting a hundred. My master like a hundred. <laughs> how are we about to have some kids? Right, that's what she was thinking. That's what Sarah was thinking. But she just was like, <laughs> he is he funny. He funny. That ain't about to happen. I ain't even about to get my hopes up because I know it ain't about to happen. Cause I got my hopes up and all we got was Ishmael. So I'm not about to get my hopes up no more for no more Ishmaels. I'm not about to do that no more. It hurt. I don't want to go there no more. I just want to sit in this tent. I want to grow old and I want to die because I've tried this before and I've always failed. That's how she was feeling. And, um, And that's, you know, she laughed. And then she said, um, then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Why did she say, can an old woman like me have a baby? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I'll return about this time next year and Sarah will have a son. See the divine appointment that happened. It was a divine appointment that happened because it's time for the promise. Yeah, I watched what y'all did. I I watched you go around and around and around and around and around in the wilderness. I watched it. But now, says the Lord, it's time for you to come out the wilderness. Now it's time for you to birth this child. Now it's time for you to get pregnant and conceive this baby. And by this time next year, you're going to be holding that baby in your hands. Because don't think he meant like it was going to take any longer. No, you got you to gotta carry a baby for like nine months. So it wasn't that, oh, it was taking time for the problem. No, Mary got pregnant shortly after that. I ain't, we, now, I ain't going to tell you how many months or whatever, because I don't know all that. But I know it takes nine months to have a baby. So he said by this time next year, that's because she had to have that baby. She had to get pregnant. She had to carry that baby. But when he spoke, the promise began to happen. And let me tell you something. It's the same with you. It don't matter if you are sitting in that tent right now saying, but every other time I tried this, Lord, I failed. Every time, Lord, I've tried to conceive this baby, it's, it, 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 it always ended up in a, a negative test, Lord. Every time I got my hopes up and I thought that I was pregnant, Lord, I would go take a test and I would go through the test and it would say negative. I don't want to hope no more. It's scary. I don't want to do it no more. I don't I don't want to try for a baby no more, Lord. I just want to sit in this life. I just want to stay scary. I just want to be old and just leave me here, Lord. But my God is so good because he like, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I'm still going to do it. It's going to shock you. It's going to shock you because I'm still going to do it. It's a it's a thing called an appointed time. It's a thing called a set time. Everything in all creation runs on time. I'm not slow in what I promised. It's just I know the set time. I know it when, when it's time to fulfill my promises because it's all going to flow together. If I give it to you too soon, it can't flow. You feel me? Like the the late the, the woman in the dragon in the wilderness. The, it was a set time for her to have that baby. And as soon as that she had that baby, it was snatched from her. The Lord had to snatch it from her and protect it. Because he knew that the enemy was right there waiting to devour that baby. 
It's the same with you. I want you to say, is anything too hard for the Lord? When the enemy tries to come up against your mind, it's not by your might, it's not by your strength, but it's by the power of God. It's by the grace of God. And I want you to look that enemy in his face and say, is anything too hard for the Lord? Oh, Jesus, is anything too hard for the Lord? When he said you can't do it, is anything too hard for the Lord? When he said, you know what, but you tried this, you may as well just give up. You may as well just give up. I want you to look him in his face and say, is anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> I don't got to be qualified to be strong. I got a strong man that fight for me. So you're right. I can't do it, but my God can. That's what you got to say. I can't do it, but my God can. That's what you got to tell him. He wants you to focus on you. He, he tried to put that identity of Sarah on you, but you Sarah now. You just staring now. So you got to just, you just got to, you just got to be like, is anything too hard for the Lord? Like, what, what, why are you over here? I'm very much living. I have nothing to do with the dead. You feel me, family? I pray this word has blessed you. I pray that you just become the creature that God has predestined for you to be i pray that signs miracles and wonders show up in your life i pray that the supernatural takes over in the name of jesus i pray that every promise that the lord has given you it will come into full fruition you will understand why you had to go through such pain i want you to understand that the pain is for a purpose in the name of jesus the pain is necessary you feel me your pain is necessary the pain that Jesus had on the cross was necessary because you begin to understand on a deeper level how much he loved the church. You get me? So this pain that you have bore, you're going to begin to, to, to express it to the world and they're going to know she loves him. You've been through all of this and you won't give up on him. And you're going to tell him no, because the greatest, the greatest love is to lay one's life down for a friend. And let me tell you something. Jesus did it for me. He called me his friend. So I had to lay my life down. Because that, that's the greatest love. Yes, it was times it was hurting. Yes, it was times I was crying. Yes, it was times I was broken. Yes, it was times I was broke. Yes, it was times that I didn't know where, which way I was coming or going. But I trusted him. Because I know he loves me and I love him. <laughs> so family... I could go order, 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 but I'm not. I just pray this word, bless you in the name of Jesus, okay? And no weapon formed against you shall prosper in the name of Jesus. When the enemy gives you lemons, you know what you do? You flip it and you start selling lemonade, okay? That pain is for a purpose. And I pray that you just you just begin to just evolve into the creature God has made you to be because what you see is not really who you are. You got to let God show you who you are. You got to begin to see things about yourself that God has placed inside of you. Don't you know that the Bible speaks that it's a time where everything hidden shall be revealed. Go into the secret place and ask the Lord and say, begin to reveal to me the hidden things in the name of Jesus. I want to see the hidden things about myself. I want to see when you was knitting me together in my mother's womb, when you was forming me in utter seclusion, Lord. What did, what, what, what did you put in me? What did you place in 
me what is this that I hear about that people always saying that it's things inside of me I don't even know about I want to find them things you hear me I want to find them things because <laughs> listen it's some gems inside of you you don't even know about in the name of Jesus says the Lord he said it's some gems it's some things I have placed inside of you that you is go- it's going to shock you you're going to push these babies out and it's going to shock you <laughs> so I pray that this word bless y'all. I know I keep on going, family, but I fire up because he has risen and he is rising over you. You hear me? Listen, let me uh read you uh Isaiah 60 real quick, real quick, real quick. Um and it says, uh, Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see, for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Who for the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you because he is risen. The excuse me, y'all, the glory of the Lord is risen rising to shine on you. You better receive it in the name of Jesus. I love y'all so 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 much. And let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.